These are fun, off-the-cuff discussions on movies and streaming series, both new and old. Together, we'll attempt to bridge the gap between Hollywood Industry Insider and the casual viewer. This is Alec. And I'm Ben. And you're listening to the Cinema A to B Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Cinema A to B. Today on the docket, we are going to go ahead and do a retrospective on the Indiana Jones saga, the first four films. The trilogy. The trilogy. The four four film trilogy (laughs) of Indiana Jones. No, we're going to we're going to kind of uh, take a look back at where this franchise uh, is in, in anticipation of the uh, the upcoming release or by the time this drops, it'll be in theaters uh, Dial of mm-hmm. Destiny. And we will uh, ultimately probably speak about that film as well. But for today, Alec, um, I just want to kind of take us have a step back and and kind of evaluate these these movies some some great and uh, some not so great. So why don't you kick us off? Some not so great. Well, I'm a huge fan of Indiana Jones. So I watched obviously the movies. I've watched some of the young Indiana Jones show. I really like the character. I also really like Harrison Ford. I think he's fantastic. And I love that he loves this character. I think this is probably one of his favorite, favorite roles that he's ever played. Or I know it's the only role he wants to keep coming back to like, being pulled into the recent Star Wars ones, he was like, I did it for the money. Like, he did not want to go back. Whereas, I think, especially when they were doing Crystal Skull, it was Ford and Spielberg kept kind of pushing Lucas, like, kept sending him scripts of like, hey, let's do Indiana Jones again. Let's do Indiana Jones again. And he kept saying, no, 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 until finally they settled on Kingdom of Crystal Skull, unfortunately. But we'll move past that. But grew up watching these films have watched them dozens upon dozens of times. I, I I love the first three so much with Raiders being my favorite. I think Raiders is one of those kind of perfect films for me that we've kind of like talked about with like Shawshank and things like for me, Raiders, it just doesn't get better. I mean, Raiders is in my top five movies for a specific reason, because it's so good on so many levels. Uh, Temple. I love, I know Temple gets a lot of hate, uh, I actually really enjoy it. Um, and then, of course, Last Crusade with Connery, it just adds a whole nother level to it that just makes it fantastic. Yeah, I I struggle a little bit because I, I love these films, too. I don't think I have any of them in my top 10, and I, I might have to reevaluate that. My challenge is my brain knows that Raiders is the best of mm. them. Like in that there and there is no close second. It, no. You're right. It is perfectly constructed, but my heart, <laughs> my heart just prefers the entire dynamic that Sean Connery brings to Last Crusade. Yeah, like that. That's kind of my challenge. So my favorite of the Indiana Jones films is Last Crusade. But if somebody would ask me, like, try to do some sort of un- unbiased evaluation, which one of these movies is the best? It's Raiders. Mm-hmm. It's Raiders. It, but I just have an enjoyment. I just come, I keep coming back to last crusade. Yeah. No matter how hard I try, like I just, that's the one I always seem to come back to. And now I will say that it is, as far as I know, last crusade is the only one that I've seen in a movie theater. Okay. All right. It's possible that I've seen temple of doom, but I would have been, 
really young. And I'd, yeah. I'd have to ask my, my dad took me to all sorts of stuff when I was little that he probably shouldn't have. And it's possible that Temple of Doom was on there and I'm scarred for, you know, that scene is incredible. Incredible. Uh, it definitely and, gave me nightmares when I was a kid. So, Oh, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's absolute nightmare fuel. Temple of Doom is such a darker movie than people mm. want to admit. Like yeah. it really is. It really is. And it has, it has some things um, that it offers that no other indie film mm -hmm. can bring, but it just kind of short round, short round. Yeah. Really the only like James Bond nod is in uh, the beginning of, of mm -hmm. uh, Temple of Doom as well. But yeah, they're those first three movies are, are tremendous. And then kingdom of the uh, crystal skull suffers from a, from a script that just should not have gotten pushed through. It's just bad dialogue. Like we, we've talked about this before. Like I wanted to love this movie. I wanted to love kingdom of crystal skull. It was totally okay with an older indie, like a hundred percent on board. Like we've moved forward. Totally okay with him against the Soviets as opposed to the Nazis. But my goodness, the rest of it is, just rough like the fact that he survives a nuclear blast in a refrigerator like that's when i was like checked out i'm done and then you have essentially a west side story street battle like five minutes later or something along those lines like you know like and it's not really west side story but it's like you know the you know the greasers versus the jocks kind of like bar brawl and i'm like okay this is just dumb like i don't know what like i expect so much more from you spielberg how did how did this get passed like how it it was what? it was done by committee and just because there there are rumors of earlier script drafts that Spielberg and Ford absolutely adored and that were they had a totally different MacGuffin. Mm -hmm. Um there's rumors of of a there's rumors of a Garden of Eden style mm. picture that we could have gotten. Um there's there's an Atlantis storyline I think that, that got kicked good. back so like and they brought in some really good screenwriters and just th there there had to be agreement amongst three parties Spielberg Ford and Lucas mm -hmm. and, and Lucas kept I think the show. Lucas kind of wore them down like I think Lucas from the from what little I've read that that kind of leaked was Lucas was the one in the lead up to skull that just kept rejecting story ideas and they kind of, he just kind of wore them out. And so they brought in another screenwriter. They write kingdom of the crystal skull and everybody's just, just like, let's just do it. Let's just get it out. Let's get it done. And they frankly shouldn't have done that. I, you know, I think there's an argument to be made that things look a whole heck of a lot better. If, if this is just remains a, a trilogy, mm -hmm. um, cause as maligned as temple of doom, kind of has it's been still it's still good and and a lot of second entries are just suffer that's kind of a common thing and so but when you end as strongly as as uh, last crusade did you know you had this nice neat little trilogy it sat there with the original star wars trilogy and it sat right alongside back to the future and mm -hmm. everything was really tidy yeah. and it just it didn't work yeah, it has a lot of issues. For me, the script just isn't particularly compelling. The Soviets I'm fine with, but I I don't care for 
Kate Blanchett or whatever no. is the villain. No. It's just like it it doesn't work. Um, Ford's just, oh, fine. Yeah, I'm, I don't even have a big complaint with Shia. Like, <laughs> don't like I, Shia. I mean, compared to compared to some of the narrative problems that exist within the movie and like dialogue issues you talk about and you're mm-hmm. just weird stuff. I think what's his name? Mutt or something. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's one of the lesser problems in that movie has compared to some of the other stuff, but it doesn't um, help. It does not. No, help. no, no. I like them bringing back, um, Marion. Yeah. You know, I, th- there was fun some fact. fan service towards the end that was okay, but yeah. <laughs> it's not a good movie. No. Well, and fun fact, apparently Spielberg and, uh, uh the, na- the girl who played Marion, whose name is case me at the moment. They did not like each other. They had problems on Raiders, which is why she didn't appear back in any of the other. Oh, Karen uh, Allen? Yeah. Um, and so Spielberg called her up and was like, hey, you're casting the, this upcoming indie. And she's like, okay. Like had no knowledge until Spielberg basically just told her that she had the role. I mean, granted, probably obviously offered it to her and she took it. But I just find it. It's funny. She was like, I thought we hated each other. But yet he's going to put me in this movie. So it's just it's fu- it's funny. Those kind of things you know, looking back so many years later, cause this was 08, right? Our kingdom was, was uh-huh. 2008. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I did get to see Raiders in the theater. It came back, I think for a third, what, OG a re-release. Yeah. It was like, I think it was like, well, I forget what year it was. Anyways, it, it did a re-release in the theater. And so Laura and I went and it was one of the best movie going experiences. I mean, it was like us and like four of the people in the theater, which was just like, I, hated but i also love because it was like i'm watching the big screen basically by myself and it was just amazing now we also joked and wanted to go talk to the projectionist and say hey can we since there's nobody else in the theater can we have them do it in black and white as opposed to color and watch how would you have done that way (laughs) what how would you how would you even pull that off i don't know i can i could do it on my tv i thought maybe they just pull the color out no you can't do that you're not doing that with 35 millimeter well well, it was digital. Yeah, it was probably oh, digital, I think. You, yeah, so. you probably could have. See? It had probably damaged the projector, though. <laughs> yeah. But they said they said no. If people but. don't know what we're talking about, I believe it was um, director Steven Soderbergh did kind of a write-up on 10 or 12 movies that he recommended um, that you view in black and white. And he actually did a cut um, screening. If I'm not mistaken, his screening of Raiders of the Lost Ark wasn't just black and white. I think he took all the dialogue and stuff out of as well Hmm. and either made it a silent film or if it, or if it was just music, music track running underneath, but he just wanted to see how well the visual by itself would play. And then it was an experiment to see if the lighting style was truly closer to that of a 1930s, like serial, which it turns out it is. And so Alec and I, Back, I don't know, somewhere between 2009 and 2012, both sat down, desaturated the TV. And it was amazing. And watched Raiders of the Lost Ark in black and white. And it is uh, stunning. It is utterly stunning. Absolutely. It is a totally different viewing experience. I don't think I would say one is better than the other. I, 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't pick like a colorized version over black and white or black and white over colorized, but it is, it has to be seen to be believed. I would say tonally, it does change some things when black and white versus color. Like I would say like the bar fight in Raiders when it's in black and white, 
feels darker, like more serious than in color. And there's a couple other moments like that that just feel a little bit more serious than they do when they're actually in color. Again, so the overall, they're, they're both great, but I think there's definitely some some levels there to the, that changes. Now, the interiors all feel better. Oh, my goodness. In Raiders. His apartment or um, his house. But the, the exteriors don't. So the, the, the dig site in the desert, I think, loses some, some texture mm. um, when you bleed the color out. But all of those interiors, even simple stuff like his, his house, yeah. or, or it just, there's, there's a subtle texture to his you know, books and his bookcase and stuff. Um, so, yeah, the film was completely lit in a manner that is close to the way kind of old school stuff in the 30s and 40s was it lit. almost feels very like film noir esque kind mm-hmm. of like that with those interior shots and just when I mean, you could tell like you, you brought the bookcases like those in his in his house just pop in black and white where you kind of lose them with color like you don't really mm-hmm. think about them but in black and white they just, which gives this that whole scene a different feel to it and again a little bit more serious tone and when he pulls out the gun, throws it in, it's it. You're kind of like, Ooh. I I prefer it in black and white if I'm going to watch it. I mean, I've watched it in color since then. And again, I love this movie, so I will watch it any way I can. But if I had my choice, I watch it black and white. Well, and it, it makes sense. I mean, the, the movie's set in 1936. And so and tonally, period, correct, like something something like this in black and white makes sense. And fortunately, the, the director of photography prioritized kind of pools of light mm-hmm. and you know, you get cut, shot on color film, but yeah, it's, I I'm telling you now, if you're listening, you, you, you might think we're crazy. You've got to do this yeah. on your next screening of Raiders. Just desaturate your television and uh, prepare to be amazed. Mm-hmm. Now I will say it does not work on temple or no. crusade. So no. we, after we watched it on Raiders, Laura and I were like, let's watch the other two and see. Cause it's the same DP for Raiders as it is for the other two. And so we thought maybe it would be the same. No, it doesn't. It doesn't add anything. Temple's a little bit better than, than Crusade, if I remember correctly, but it's not enough where I actually felt like I lost things by watching it in black and white as opposed to color. Right. Where with Raiders, I feel like things were added. So yeah. it may have just been the, again, different lighting style or just different expectations or different desires of what they wanted out of the shots where he was maybe able to play a little bit more with Raiders. So, but I know it is the, the same DP for all three. Right. I just don't know what changed. I do want to speak a little bit to temple of doom. Yeah. Um, of course. No, when it, you know, it is interesting that it is, it is technically a prequel. Mm -hmm. Um, why they decided to do that. I, I don't completely understand. It doesn't, matter to me <laughs> like no. a year it's supposed to be a year earlier and it's like narratively it doesn't make make a difference i mean and especially since it's not like they're pulling from some type of already like media out there it's like this is not a book series that they're pulling this stuff up you know it's they created it so why do yeah that? yeah this is this is the one that's uh that just couldn't quite live to, to expectation but like you said, Raiders is in your top five. And I know plenty of people that that's kind of where it sits in their filmography. So how do you, how do you follow up, you know, one of the best films ever made and not 
have everything kind of click. So if you could speak to it, what, what is it about temple? You think just, just doesn't work. Indy fighting the Nazis, I think is a big proponent and there's no Nazis in it, obviously. And I think that changes the dynamic. It feels far more supernatural comparatively to Raiders, even though we're dealing with the Ark of the Covenant, it feel Raiders still feels far more archaeological and it doesn't really get supernatural until the very end when they open the Ark. Whereas Mm -hmm. you do get a lot of kind of supernatural stuff that happens in Temple that you don't get in Raiders and you don't get in Crusade either. Like very much so. Like again, Crusade's kind of the same way. You don't get a lot of that supernatural stuff until the very end, which kind of grounds the movie a little bit more. And I think you don't. And then also I feel like, how do I say this? Like it feels weird starting out in China or was it Japan or I think it was China that they were they were at. I think it's Shanghai. Shanghai. Yeah, Shanghai. Um, that they start off that and then they move, and it's just this weird if it, it, it just feels Again, not as grounded, whereas you have the opening of him in the jungle, which does feel a lot more grounded. Like, again, you kind of almost like you said, this James Bondy kind of thing, which is not really what he he was. You know, he was. Well, but that's what he's kind of written to be is their their answer. Lucas is in Spielberg's answer to James Bond. That's. Yeah. So he's create who's created. They were having a conversation on the beach. Hmm. And. About movie making and. James Bond came up and they were like, well, why don't we just create our own American equivalent to James Bond? And that's, that's how they birthed Indiana Jones. So the fact that there's like a nod to bond at the beginning of, see, I think, I actually think the beginning of temple is amazing. Oh, really? That's, oh yeah. Me, that's With the, the, yeah. I love, I love the way it looks. I love the whole kind of standoff with those guys, with them trading, you know, whatever jewel or, Oh no, it's the, the last remains of, of his, of his, uh, dynasty, one of the, yeah. Ming dynasty emperor. Um, I love that whole sequence. It's in, in, you know, Ford's in that really sweet white, like white on black tux. Mm -hmm. No, I think the movie actually kind of falters after that. I would have been, I would have been game with more of the movie in China. I think that would have been, been interesting. I, um, but that's all hindsight being 2020. I, I think I agree with you though, the supernatural element, but also the MacGuffins just aren't, they're not as good, no. especially in the two movies that are lesser temple and then skull. Yeah. Like you have the, you have the Ark of the covenant, the Holy grail, and you just got these stones. Like they're not even, <laughs> they're not even like attractive or, I don't know. It just isn't, it's just not a, it's not an attention grabber. Mm. They needed something more substantial. I think that he was pursuing than these sacred stones. Oh, and also I think that it feels so much more in temple that things happen to Indiana, whereas in Raiders and last crusade, he's got a little bit more agency on where he goes, but he does. Whereas it's basic. (laughs) The joke with Raiders though. (laughs) <laughs> okay, we're going to speak to this. If you're going to bring it up, we're going to speak to this because I have I do, thoughts. I do want to speak to that because it, it's not true, but I love it's not getting true. you riled up by bringing up that if, if if Indiana Jones isn't in Raiders, that everything just happens just as it does. It doesn't. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. One little thing. Like, yes, okay. okay. Everything for the pretty much the movie would be, th- would be the same. 
like, except for the fact the U.S. would not get the Ark of the Covenant. That's true. That's, that's true. The, what, that's, what would happen was another another group, the Nazi army would would come, another group would come back to that island, see yeah, everybody dead. They would, but effectively, they would have to put it away too. Like they would, they would box it up as well. It would just be in a warehouse in Berlin. And not necessarily, I mean, they could still do some type of experimentation with it and find out exactly because there was the camera that was filming it all as well. It didn't so, get melted. I don't remember if it did get melted. I, I don't thought think it, it did. I think, yeah, maybe. the energy blasts go into the camera equipment too and just blow everything sky high. Yeah. What a sequence, by the way. Uh, oh my gosh. Absolutely great. Just the but, blend of practical and optical effects. It but just, again, the Nazis would have had the arc, which yeah, maybe, the, yeah. yeah, even if they put it away, but Indy did change the trajectory if he wasn't in it. If he wasn't <laughs> in it, the Nazis would have it. He's in it. The U.S. has it. I rest oh, my I, case. I just, never I, just oh. I just love getting you riled up with that. I don't I complete, particularly agree with it, but <laughs> it's super funny. But overall, you know, yes. my other on Temple, I, I hate to say this. Kate Capshaw is not a bad actress. I don't like the way that she plays Willie Scott. I just, mm. it's, it's so annoying. It's so annoying. I find the character just super unlikable. And I think that for as cool as short round is like, he's negated. His coolness is negated with Willie, Willie yeah. Scott, arguably the worst, the worst like female counterpoint character in Indiana Jones movie is mm. her. She's just awful. But villain wise, I think, I think Mola Rom's like one of the better villains in an Indiana Jones movie. I mean, he's Belloc's the best. Belloc's yeah. by far the best. Like he's charismatic, but he's still, f and he like pretends to not really be a Nazi, but he's still fully a Nazi. What is it? You might be able to remind me, what is the thing he does? There's something he does during the ceremony with the arc that still lets you know that he's like a Nazi. There's a word he omits or something in the ceremony. It's like a, it's hmm. a little, it's a little Easter egg. Um, no, sorry if you don't. weren't familiar with this and I'm, I'm not going to pull it up right now, but there's some sort of little Easter egg. There's something about the ceremony or his garb or something that's not quite right. It doesn't line up. And so it's like he wasn't ever doing the ceremony perfectly right. Because mm -hmm. he because he hates Jewish people. Like yeah. he, he's he's an anti-Semite. It's a Nazi. So like he actually wasn't even doing the ceremony correctly. And that's probably as good a reason that he uh got his face melted. By the way, I saw this movie really young and like <laughs> <laughs> those model faces melting like freaking scarred me for life. <laughs> I was just like, what is this? And and that in the scene where, where what's his face burns his hand on the, mm -hmm. the medallion always yeah. stuck with me. I was just like, this is crazy. Yeah. The, the ghosts at the end, I mean, the, the melting did also get me too as a, as a oh, kid yeah. watching it with them come up and also knows like the, like you like, you thought it was like the beautiful face of an angel and also it was just like, cause the, the face the of demon death. face. Yeah. Yeah. It's their, their death there. Yeah. It's the angel of death. Yeah. I don't have too much else on temple. It's no. still a hugely entertaining movie mm -hmm. and it has a sequence in it that was originally supposed to be scripted for Raiders, which was the mine, the mine chase. Mm -hmm was supposed to happen kind of after he and Marion fall in the 
the pit where the ark is that their escape was supposed to be for some reason there was supposed to be mine carts <laughs> i'm glad it didn't i'm glad they didn't play out because well, i don't think it, that would have worked but no and it got, was a lot better the way they did it so and then yeah. they did because they did mine carts obviously in temple and then they did mine carts in in kingdom as well if i remember correctly and granted I've oh, seen or something once. weird something something like that if i remember yeah so well touch touch on uh crusade before we we dip out thoughts on i know yeah. it's your favorite it, it is my favorite um and like i said i i kind of had to think on why that was the case and fairly recently i just realized that the the dynamic with with conry and great. and i had a realization that there was no other actor ever that you could make indiana jones's father than james bond <laughs> like it, it it's come full circle yeah this is the movie where indiana jones feels like the second most important character in the movie like he's not not Harrison even Ford's amazing but i mean he's just playing second fiddle to connery in this um but it works so well and they're they're what's funny is how close in age they really like were <laughs> and connery's <laughs> gotta play his dad I'm sure Connery didn't appreciate that too much, but they're so good. They're so good. The, the other, um, the other actress in this that I really want to give a lot of credit to is, is Allison duty as Elsa. Mm -hmm. She's great. And yeah, she's amazing. And she was supposed to have, she turned down so many other big roles. Like I'm, I'm not going to go into detail on it, but like there's some big, big, roles that she turned down after this Hollywood mm. was wanting to make her like an A-lister. And I just don't think she was really interested in that. So that's, that's not what played out. Um, but she's so good. She's yeah. so good. I, I think Marion's everybody's favorite because she's, she's good, but Elsa's like Venice. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so, so here's a quick question. Did Elsa purposely give the wrong cup? Yes. Yeah. I've watched this movie back um, pretty recently and it's something it took me forever to notice. Um, she absolutely did. Mm -hmm. She, but she didn't realize that she would kill him um, in the manner that, yeah. Like, I don't think she, I think she thought that, um, What's his name? You would ask me this. Uh, Walter Donovan. Donovan. Yeah. She knew Donovan would die if she gave him the wrong grail, but I don't think she anticipated <laughs> that that would be the manner in which he would go. By the way, that, that is the callback sequence to the face melting and Raiders. Like it's, yeah. it's the counterpoint. Um, but yeah, I, I've watched it back. So there's, there's a couple things. One, she was as well versed in Grail lore as any of them. And there's a when she picks the real like frou frou cup, like the really it's yeah. all crusted in jewels, <clears throat> and hands it to him. There's this glint in her eye of like because she kind of like looks at Indy too. It's like oh. yeah, she does. That's and then that's once what he dies. And she, she gets over Donovan's death really fast. She like screams, like get away from me. He's dead. And then she's like, 
it would not be made of gold. (laughs) 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 And it's like, yeah, she totally did him in. She totally did him in. She's a, she's a really interesting character. She's a very conflicted character because she is, she's a total Nazi, but cares more about the archeology span than the, yeah, she does. She does, but she's so stupid. Yeah. Like, (laughs) like, (laughs) just half paid attention to the night like the whole time just <laughs> just half listening no don't cross the seal oh oh really uh you know yeah so yeah cool cool character um the other the other character that i think that i love in this movie is river phoenix as young indy and oh what could have been mm-hmm. what could have been yeah. i mean we would have we would have gotten, you know, I don't know that he would have agreed to do the TV show. I think we would have been looking at a trilogy of young indie movies with yep. River Phoenix if he doesn't pass away. Because he he He's, is amazing. Yeah. That performance is incredible as well, young indie. I mean, and he was sh- a great actor anyways. So, yeah, he his brother just carries the torch. Of yeah. of being a a tremendous actor, but he, he was, he burst on the scene first and yeah, what could have been, um, yeah, yeah. The, the cast is, is great. Um, it, it has not aged as well as Raiders. Um, the visual effects there for whatever reason, it's, it's eight years. It was made eight years later, hmm. but it has 89. several effect sequences where they pushed, basically past where the technology was really capable of. And it just doesn't, it's look, it looks worse and worse every year. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the, the main scene that's just really bad is them in the, in the airplane, <laughs> Indiana, Indiana and, uh, and, and Papa, Papa Jones in the airplane. And it's a funny sequence <laughs> with Connery back there, just freaking shooting the tail rudder off. <laughs> but the blue screen is just trash. It's trash. Um, is it, is the tank s- falling off the cliff in crusade or is that Raiders that I can, I can never, that's remember. crusade. It was a okay. tank. Cause that looks really bad too. Like <laughs> it's, it, I, I love it though, because it's a model yeah. and the little man is in there too. <laughs> and he like, and you can Pops see over. the little man like pop out and like yeah. fall. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> it does not look that, real at all. No, it doesn't. That one I don't get as is frustrated with as I do the airplane because no. there are some a few scenes where they had a real airplane, that red and white aircraft mm-hmm. that's underneath the zeppelin, and the, the few shots where they flew it, and then everything else is just really really bad blue screen. And and the other problem is there's like no wind either. Like the mm-hmm. wind is barely blowing. In the face, I don't. I've I've had a chance to r- ride in an open top like biplane with my mom. <laughs> it's you can't hear yourself think. Like it's yeah. so loud. The wind is blowing so hard. So that sequence is just not aged well. Um, there are a few others too with like a lot. There's another one with aircraft too, where the with the uh, Germans, a German fighter plane chasing them that just. It's like and they this, pushed it. They pushed it too far. It did, so. but it's still so enjoyable. I love. I love Crusade. Yeah, yeah. It's it's more. F- I, I guess it's more fun for me than yeah. than Raiders. Raiders is a much more serious movie. Mm-hmm. Like a lot less comedy. Um, 
<laughs> Crusade's kind of a buddy. It's like a buddy comedy. <laughs> it's got more. In co- it's probably got more in common with Lethal Weapon than it does with with uh, <laughs> with Raiders. With Raiders, yeah. We named yeah. a dog Indiana. Yeah, you were named after a dog. dog? <laughs> yeah, I love, but I love the line in Crusade where he's like. Indiana is trying to talk up Marcus, who he gave the grail <laughs> diary right. to. It's just like He'll he knows a dozen number. languages. <laughs> With any luck, he's already found the grail by now. And he's like, you gave the grail to Marcus? Got lost in his own museum. <laughs> yeah, it's the funnier. It's the funnier movie. Oh, yeah. It's 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 much, much funnier. And that's that's why I like it more. That's why I'm more apt to to throw it on and watch it, but it's not, it's not the better movie. I, yeah. I won't make that argument. I hope dial of destiny. I, I'm confident it will be better than kingdom of crystal skull. Um, and, the, and honestly the bar is not that high for it to be a better film than, uh, temple. Yeah. So if it's better than temple, I don't, I don't have any illusions that it's going to be as good or better than crusader Raiders. I, I don't, I think the bar is too high. Yeah. But if it can it be better than Temple of Doom? If it's yes. better than Temple of Doom, it will make a ton of money and it'll be an appropriate send-off for uh for them. It's just and it's it's frustrating that Spielberg decided not to direct this one. Yeah. I'm a little but, sad about that. Yeah. But I will say it's also send-off for the character because apparently it, Harrison Ford has spoken that no one else is going to play Indiana Jones as an adult. Like young Indiana Jones, sure, but Cause I know there was rumors of like Chris Pratt taking over or something. And he was like, Nope, Nope, not going to happen. And I don't think audiences would respond well to that either. No. I don't think that's necessary. No. Yeah. So in that way, it's not going to be like James Bond. It's not going to be a character that, that different actors can in, inhabit. And it was never structured like that anyway, even though it has a nod to, to bond. Yeah. yeah this is, this, this is, is Harrison this is Harrison Ford? Ford's baby. It's uh so would you say this is the best character he's ever played? Ooh, he's, it's my favorite. I, I don't know. Uh, Deckard from Blade Runner is also a really great Harrison Ford character. Uh, yeah. uh, well, no, uh, sorry. Sorry. Han Solo is my favorite. Hands down. That's so got Han's it, your that. favorite character he's played. Okay. He's played. I think his, Indiana Jones is my favorite character he's played. Um, yeah. Of his recurring stuff. Stuff. Yeah. 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 I think Indiana is the, the blend of uh, humor and (laughs) pizzazz (laughs) or whatever. Yeah. It's interesting because if you really deep dive it, do a deep dive, it is a very different character from, from Han. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not the same. It's not the same guy. So he's not a scruffy looking nerf herder. No. No. But all right. Well, Thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. If you want, you can ask us to not review a movie, but talk about a movie that you want. You know, if we haven't seen it, we'll definitely go see it. Big, big summer of uh, movies here we're entering. Yeah. And we got a Dial of Destiny coming in soon. Once we go see it, we'll we'll talk about it and get our thoughts and see if it... Uh, if it delivered. Is a good send off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it delivers. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>